Welcome everybody to the BoomTube podcast. I appreciate every single one of you being here today. I, of course, am Ryan, joined as always with Nate. Yo. What's up, man? How you doing? I am doing pretty good. Because it's summer. Happy summer. It is. The sun is out for the first time in months. Yes. Anybody that doesn't know, we're from Ohio and... It has been monsoon season this year for some reason. Yes, yeah, the the weather has not been super kind around here. It's been kind of raining just about 90% of the time, but it's looking good today, and I'll take it. Yes, I'll take it. Yeah, about time. Uh, Do you have any plans this summer? Vacations? Any trips? Any? No. Just enjoy the weather, man. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the weather. I know some people will probably be taking vacations. Uh, Disneyland. They raised all their prices. Did you hear about that? No. Yes, they raised their prices across the board for annual passes, for day-to-day passes, for each of the individual parks. Significant hike or just uh, a... Pretty significant. Um, I think the reports were around uh, 25% roughly of an oh. increase. Yeah, uh, their parking fees increased, I mean, across the board. Uh, now, of course, they just opened up Galaxy's Edge in uh, California. That's now 100% open, so you don't need reservations. You don't okay. have to be a celebrity or even a moderate YouTuber to get in there. Yeah. yeah. Already probably the most expensive park experience. Yeah. At the same time, I do see them because they're adding so much so fast with the Star Wars and now Marvel, uh, what, in like two years? Something next like that. Year. I'm not sure. They're working to do a whole Marvel thing. So with all the added, they're doing a big Avatar thing, which I don't understand. But yeah. I feel like the iron's not super hot. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. I mean, but, whatever. Yeah. They know what they're doing. People uh, must be into it. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Galaxy's Edge, man, yeah, they, yeah. it's got to be the main reason they raise their prices. They raise their prices because they can. Oh, yeah. As upset as I am, I've, I've already talked about forever how excited i am to eventually go to disney but i'm bummed about how expensive it will be yeah it's a bummer you probably won't see 100 percent of all the experiences unless you're willing to fork down yeah probably a, a car's worth amount of a money a lot of money yeah and uh but as mad as i would be i'll still go and i'll still pay for those that's prices. and that's my point yeah like i still want to go to galaxy's edge and spend 200 dollars to build my own lightsaber yep i mean I'm mad, but literally, I'm proving their point. They are, I they did it because they can. Bucks and go get one. <laughs> yes, I will too. There's a droid. One of the shops has a personalized droid. You customize it there in the shop, and they mail it to your house. They ship it to your house, and I want to say that was 25k oh, for a customizable droid. I don't know how advanced it is. I don't know exactly what it does. The thing better cook me dinner. <laughs> it better It better be a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> it better run errands. Yeah. Um. Be my Uber. Uber. <laughs> be my own personal Uber. <laughs> But before we take this boom tube for a whirl, we have a residual boom from Ooh. last week. Yes, we kind of have a little update of uh, last residge boom, residge boom. Yeah, that we that we have from last week. Uh, Sam, uh, Sam Raimi's yeah fourth Spider-Man film being adapted into a comic book, potentially by Alex Ross, a very yeah. famous, realistic-looking artist. So a little update on that story. Uh, turns out the very next day, actually, uh, that uh, post came up and it was a three. Oh, man. Okay, so it's a countdown. A three shows up. Okay, so it's not Fantastic Four. And uh, two, and then one in the following days. What in the world's going to happen? Yeah. You don't know about this, correct? No, I don't. You don't know what the announcement is. Okay. I did not pay attention to this. Okay, so announcement day comes along. J.J. Abrams and his son, who's 20 or 21 years old, they're going to do a five-part miniseries (laughs) featuring a brand new villain. And, uh... 
I mean, talk about kind of a, a fart. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, wow, you kind of led us on to this. And it ultimately came because uh, Alex Ross had posted a painting or a drawing he did of clearly Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane being swung by Spider-Man. And it said, hashtag Spider-Man 4. Yeah. He deleted that since. Uh, so we're not sure where that came from. Um, but people, whether it was that adaptation or a possible reinsurgence of the Fantastic Four through a crossover, it's not happening. So, wow. um, But that's just a residual boom. That's from last week. It's uh, a, a bummer. Maybe when that comes out we can talk about it, but uh, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to buy it when it comes out because I, yeah. I don't care. I've lost interest, but I did want to update everybody on that. We got a brand new boom. Yeah, yeah. I got a nice little button. Do you want to give it a whirl? All right. Oh, hold on. Okay, all right, man. Here we are. Hey, that was relatively painless, right? Way better than us screaming into the microphone. It was a lot better than that. And, you know, I'm slightly queasy, but uh, I think I'll get used to it. Mm. I think I'll get used to that. hungry at the same time. (laughs) But we're we're here here in the movie universe once again, once again. Do you remember back in the day? Do you remember Space Jam? Oh, I love me some Space Jam. Love you some Space Jam, right? So Space Jam, they're coming out with a sequel. You know, uh, Looney Tunes, still relevant. You know, uh, this time, though, it's not Michael Jordan. It will be LeBron James. Similar to the same thing, you know, Looney Tunes need help. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it uh, was kind of a kind of a little journey I went through as I was figuring out about it. Because I knew they were making this movie. But I didn't know much else, aside from yeah. LeBron James. Yep. Uh, so apparently, they're having a heck of a time getting people involved. Uh, NBA players uh, who are not oh, really? uh, LeBron James. Yeah. And, and immediately... So what's kind of your gut reaction to that? Why would Why would... Why do you think? I don't know. I'd jump at that chance. I know. Yeah, right. I would, I would jump at the chance. So I thought maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a, a personal thing against LeBron. I know that they've reached out to uh, James Harden, who's a potential MVP this year, and Steph Curry. Both of them said, no, we can't do it. For one reason or another, it was generic, like yeah. scheduling reasons or one thing. So I'm just kind of curious. I'm like, yeah, you think people would jump to be at that? Uh, it turns out it's for a much more boring and red tape reason. It's mostly because uh, Nike has a big hand in making Space Jam. Oh. So if you're an NBA player with affiliation of any other company, Adidas, Under Armour, whatever it may be, they kind of can't get involved with this film. That already makes me uninterested in that movie. Is, isn't that kind of depressing? This is the world we live in. It's where a the corporation It's a promotion movie. Yeah. It, well, the first one was, too, if you kind of think about it. There was even a wow, little part about McDonald's and uh, if I believe, yeah. They were like, oh, let's get a Big Mac and a Coca-Cola and a yeah. something, something. Meet you at the ball game. Yeah, meet you at the ball game, but... Uh, I just found that was very interesting and, and, and mildly depressing that, you yeah. know, that's the kind of world we live in. Those decisions are affected by corporations and that's that. and who they choose to give money to. It's, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre to me. But uh, while we're here, another little quick, uh, little quick uh, bite-sized thing for you. New addition to the Walk of Fame, yeah. uh, the Hollywood stars. Someone's getting a star. Someone's getting a star this year. He's not real. He's not real. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, yes. Batman's uh, famous. <laughs> yeah, he's now he's famous. It's official. Now he's famous. And now it's official. But uh, yeah, the character Bruce Wayne will be getting his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I obviously am fine with that. Batman fan I'm here. I'm super happy with that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, he's undoubtedly had an effect on Hollywood, on pop culture. Um, I've seen plenty of times that the bat symbol is one of those symbols that you can take to any country even a third world country people know what batman is yeah Yeah. and uh you can't deny that he's had an effect on hollywood even if it's even if it's just tv and not necessarily movies but 
Across the board, yeah. So what do you think of that? Is that pretty cool? Well, yeah, and that's what... Uh, there is some backlash of people saying that Superman should get the star first because Clark Kent does not have a star, mm-hmm. and he was, like, the first superhero, so he paved the way. And this is a Hollywood thing, and not that Christopher Reeve's Superman wasn't amazing, but it didn't change cinema the way that 89 Batman did. I agree with you. Uh, that, that film made a bigger impact. You yes. can you can feel effects of that today. Oh yeah. Um, the nineties were completely changed. Oh absolutely. You, you look at the eighties generation of movies into the nineties generation and I feel like a Batman played a huge part in that. Uh, you know, I, I was seeing something where you know how uh, movie studios are famously about charts and about graphs yeah. and they try to find the commonalities between success, which it's not quite a formula, but anyhow, before I get off on that kind of tangent <laughs> um, <laughs> They had seen the success of Batman. Now, before this movie, he wasn't really popular until the 60s TV show. So when this movie became popular, it wasn't yeah. so much, oh, superheroes or even Batman. Uh, they started looking into older properties that had since died out, like Zorro, the Phantom, yep. Darkman, you know, things like that. Kind of, You saw a resurgence of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Hollywood, in their brain, they thought, okay, well, people love stuff from the 40s, you know, about that era, a little bit of, you know, ballpark. Oh, and the uh, Shadow. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zane. Uh, Billy the, Zane was oh, the, the Phantom. Phantom. The Shadow was Alec Baldwin. Before we get too off track here, the, the Batman movie... Uh, Batman undoubtedly made a bigger impact in Hollywood than Superman. Um, yes. and, and So I think that's why you would see him on the Walk of Fame before yes. necessarily Clark Kent. I, so I, I get 100%. it. I get it. I get it. Um, I do, again, re- appreciate and respect where people would argue Clark Kent. But I, I would, I would if say... If it was for comics, I'd say 100%. Sure. It's for Hollywood. In regards so. to Hollywood... Bruce Wayne had a bigger Cinema, impact. Batman has yeah. always had a bigger impact. I agree. I agree. But as I said, we're not going to spend too much time here, man, because we got some other stuff to talk about. Oh, I guess. Let's take off. Uh, let's go to our next stop. But do, uh, do I get to push the I, button? Yeah, go ahead, man. Go oh. ahead. All right, just get your seatbelt on. Here we go. Here we go. I taste tinfoil. I need to bring a doggy bag with me next time. <laughs> we're here in the uh, we're here in the TV universe. We boomed to the boob tube. The As boob tube. Yes, yes. First thing I want to talk about is uh, the tick. Remember the tick? Yes. Yeah. There was uh, a Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. He did a television series. I think it was the super like early two thousand. I want to say. Yeah, I couldn't, um, couldn't even tell you what it was on. Patrick Warburton. It was on Fox. It was um, on Fox. Okay. I only remember that because I actually have that DVD. But okay. Yeah, the Tick live action series. There was a, a cartoon in the early nineties, yep. uh, which was great. Um, I believe it was based on a comic, but I have never in my life seen a Tick comic to this day. Yeah, I don't know. He was um, very comic book drawn. Yes, um, the Tick. If you don't know, it was kind of a he was a parody of superheroes and comic books before it exploded to where it was now. Yeah. So the idea was, you know, hey, let's. Uh, this was Amazon maybe three years ago. Let's bring the Tick back. You know, superheroes are in a different place. Let's try to tackle it again. Yep. Okay, that sounds awesome. Now, the problem was, it's still the Tick, and it still has some elements to it, but. They wanted to make it like a current superhero movie, so they made it too realistic for its own good. They made that classic mistake yep. post Dark Knight. Let's make it realistic let's and gritty. Real. Yeah. But 
you know, why? <laughs> you He's know? a parody. He shouldn't which, be real. Which, I, okay, like, I'd be fine with it if maybe there was... And in the show, I've, I've seen the series, there's a character who is kind of Punisher-like, and it's like, okay, maybe they'll have the grit with him, and the others can kind of still comment on him. But the show ended up still taking itself very seriously. Uh, I don't like it. I don't... Yeah. Uh, it, they also made a bizarre decision in the beginning. They filmed, I think it was 10 or 12 episodes for season one. Okay. Now, instead of releasing it, they released episode one through six and said you know what we'll say season one part one and next year uh, we will release season one part two oh, yeah oh, that, okay that's a little odd i didn't know they did that so they finally come out with season one part two and it was like you're like okay well maybe this is like it's getting really good or it's and it wasn't really anything there was no reason why it couldn't have been like it wasn't anything extra or substantial that you yeah. know there's no reason to break it up right here so then they finally come out with the real season two, and yeah. that's what I have just recently watched to kind of catch up on it. Still the same thing. Not it's a couple jokes here, but it's ultimately they're too focused on plot. They're too focused on it, it's just not a parody. It's yeah. not a. T- it doesn't feel like the tick. I gotta be honest. I only watched the first like two, maybe three episodes. Yeah, and I I chuckled a few times. Sure. But that's not what I was expecting. Yeah, I loved the cartoon as a kid. It was very funny. I loved the Patrick Warburton yes. version. Um, but again, this this one it just wasn't that great. Um, there were about two there were two moments that stick out to me that was kind of funny. And even then, it's like you don't have to check out the show to see it. But yeah. in the very first episode, the pilot, yep. they, they went too far with his costume. They made it too tactical. Like it was very skin tight, and it had like a fingerprint looking texture all over it. Just looked weird. Nobody yeah. liked it. So when see the episode, the second episode came out, they were like, okay, they redesigned it, and it looked a little bit more like a foamy t- tick suit, but still kind of off. Yep. Season two starts, the real season two, not season one, part two. How stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Season two starts out, he's in another brand new suit, and they acknowledge it, and he goes, I guess I'm morphing. I, <laughs> and I, just, I, I just thought that was kind of okay. clever. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. But uh, the one other joke in the entire series, this I thought was kind of funny. Uh, they're talking to this character who has elect- electric powers. Um, so you know, can shock people, zap people. And this guy says, you zapped Albert so hard, he lost Tuesday. <laughs> like, as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was, I, I thought it was so funny. Like, that line, that, that line got well me. Written. But that show's gone. And, you know, uh, again, I like the tick as a character. If they do it again, I'll check it out. Did they cancel this, it? They, it is canceled. It okay. is canceled. Uh, the creator, Ben uh, Edlund, I believe I'm saying that correctly, he was trying to take the series that I'm just speaking of about Amazon yeah. and trying to find a new home and nobody wants it, which yeah. I'm more than fine with. I yeah. want somebody to maybe pick up the tick, but let's not pick up where it was. It I'm not hating on anybody in the show. It's just, it wasn't great. I wouldn't recommend it personally, but uh that was of course on amazon and while we're talking about amazon shows there's a trailer out for the boys the boys i'm so excited that for looks this. pretty good now that was uh that was a series that was uh, uh they keep superheroes in check right yes wasn't that it yep it's a group of just random dudes don't have any powers or anything else just kind of hard knock guys yeah whenever a superhero in this world superheroes aren't always good there's a lot of collateral damage and they feel they're justified in that. Egos, a lot of egos. Because they are saving people, that if a few people die in that process, that that's just what it is, and you got to deal with it. And the boys, 
try and prevent that from happening. And if they can't prevent it from happening, they make sure that the superheroes get punished for it. It looks like this show is going to be full of swears, full of violence. I'm not going to repeat any here because yeah. I want followers. And <laughs> I want it. This is a PG yeah. channel. Yeah, this is a, a vaguely PG. Maybe PG some, 13. Maybe some yeah. 13 in there. But, but uh, yeah, the boys it looks very violent. A lot of swears. If that does not bother you. Check out the uh, trailer to The Boys. It's going to be on Amazon. That's actually coming out July 26th. So not that far off. Not that far yeah, off. Yeah, I'm super excited for um, that. I don't know if Amazon does all of their shows all at once or if they do partial episodes. But if they yeah. do it all at once, I'll binge it. Yep. If, whatever. I'm excited to see it. Yes. I know that. I know that. Babies with lasers coming out of their eyes. <laughs> yes, the, the trailer <laughs> ends with him holding like some superhero baby or a mutant baby that has like Cyclops' powers. And he's waving them he's around the room like a weapon. it like a gun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Check it out. It's good stuff. If you don't mind, uh, you know, again, mature rated R stuff, check it out. Um, but speaking of television shows, uh, there is a game show that, I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't mind being a part of. Yes. Yeah, I uh, want to play this game. It's called Holy Moly. Yes. Yeah, no, you've seen this. I haven't seen it. It is like American Ninja Warrior mixed with Wipeout mixed with Putt-Putt. Okay. That's the best way to describe it. I That sounds awesome to me. It's amazing. That sounds amazing. Yes. That sounds like something I would pay a lot for for like a bachelor party or a it summer is, drunk trip. It is trip. stupid, and honestly, the best part of it is the commentary. Yeah? Um, it is two guys sitting in jackets that say abc sports and they commentate this thing like it's a pga pro tour that's funny and oh they are so sarcastic and it's amazing <laughs> i would i definitely want to see because that right off the bat when you tell me the commentators are a highlight that reminds me of like most extreme elimination challenge or yes. wipe out like you yeah. Had mentioned um yeah that that sounds like that'd be my jam dude i would love yeah. to be a part of that and, yes That'd be pretty cool. In the first episode, uh, they have to go through a life-size windmill. Yeah. And also put their ball through a little windmill. So then they have to run through the big one, and this one woman <laughs> just gets creamed by this thing. It is oh so my good. Gosh. If everybody is perfectly safe and there's no room to get like horribly mangled, I am all about that. <laughs> let's let's make ragdoll physics games yes, with humans. With humans. <laughs> you know, sign the forms you got to. You yeah. Know, do what you, you can't see what's going on. Oh my gosh. That that was called Holy Moly, and I think it was on ABC, right? Yes. I th- yeah. Yep. Man, I would that'd be that'd be great. I have to check that and out. And they win money. But they also win a horrible plaid golfing jacket. Oh my god. They gosh. win a blazer just like in golf. Well, let's commit to audition for it, and this will be totally the, will. the re- historical record. So when we get amazing. Yeah, so when we get on there, we can be like, check out episode two. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'd love to be a part of that. Uh yeah, so holy moly on ABC. I'll have to check that out. Um Oh, and throwing back to the Space Jam thing. Yeah. Steph Curry is actually at least on the first episode, he was in uh, holy moly. Oh. He was like a guest dude. So I don't know if he's a recurring dude. Maybe that's why he couldn't okay. do Space Jam. Did he do like maybe like the interviews where you like talk to him like, how'd you feel about that? Like Tom? Well, <laughs> it was very uh, tongue in cheek because he legit said he was the paid celebrity to be there. Ah, uh, yeah. He was very candid about it. And uh, I, he must be a good golfer because one of the holes he had to hit for somebody. And it was a full on like chip shot. It wasn't a putt shot. It was like a 50 foot gap yeah and he got really close to the hole on his first shot and i guess he must golf in his personal life because he's a good golfer that's awesome that's awesome i think and that was on one of the crazy courses that was one of the crazy like yeah 
That's sweet. I had I love putt putt. We did. We recently went to a course, and I was like, the great thing about putt putt is it's not only you can be the best or worst player. A lot of it's just skill and just the random nature yeah, of and the, a lot of it's luck. A lot of it's luck. Yeah, and just whack the ball and hope it goes somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's not a bad idea for a show. I kind of wish I thought of that a while ago because that'd be a nice one to yeah. take credit for. Yeah. One last boom I'd like to take before we do go home. I think we need to touch on some games. Ooh, a yeah. new boom. Yeah, a new boom, a new boom. I want to go there to talk about video games. So, yes. you know, I don't want to necessarily take you by surprise here, <gasps> but I want to... No! <laughs> you dirty dog. Well, you know. I was not ready for that. That's okay, and you've lost your left shoe. Oh, but... <laughs> and my left foot. We'll just have to, I guess, you'll have to wait another week before we go back in <laughs> your left foot. Come and hop along, Sally. Yeah. Well, here we are now uh, here in the games universe. And uh, one thing I want to talk about is a game that was released this week that uh, there was an announcement trailer a few months ago. I had never seen it, but I saw the release trailer this week. So I was kind of late to the game. Yeah. Uh, but it, I just had to talk about it. It's called My Friend Pedro. <laughs> it's a, a very unique game. It's coming out. It's uh, on PC and Switch. Actually, now. It's out now. Uh, it's a very Castlevania uh, or Metroidvania style game, yeah. Which is uh, it, it emphasizes exploration on a platform level, yeah. Like revisiting areas, complex, or... yeah, yeah. Shadow complex, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Rogue Legacy. That's one I, I love. Rogue Legacy, that's yeah. a great game. Uh, but these, uh, it's it's one of those type games, those platform maze side games. scroller, yeah, side scroller based on Gung Fu kind of. And uh, maybe a little bit of physics in the sense that when you fire in the air, it kind of propels you, you in the opposite of, direction. A little bit of bullet time. Yeah, a little bullet time. Uh, but <laughs> the reason why this caught my attention, the trailer focuses on on great great animation and bananas, <laughs> and oddly banana. enough. Bananas. <laughs> Sentient, apparently, talking bananas. And it's called My Friend Pedro. So check that out. Um, it's so random. <laughs> The game, again, the game is probably ultimately going to be just a quick run-and-gun platforming thing, but uh, the humor, the style of it... Yeah, if, I, if they keep that banana peppered in there, that game will be hilarious. Yes, um, and, and given the given the nature of it and the violence with the guns, I'm surprised it's on Switch and it won't be on PS4 or Xbox, yeah. but who knows? I mean, every Maybe now and then, uh, Nintendo, once in a while, will do one kind of violent game. Yeah. You know, uh, so this must be their their token one for now or something. Yep. But uh, it's on PC. It doesn't look that horribly graphically complex, so I might try it on my laptop. Yeah, um, I heavily encourage you look up my friend Pedro. Uh, the trailers, they it, it's just great. Yep. Um, also, in the gaming news, uh, new Star Wars game coming out. Yes, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, which reportedly the combat system is going to be very Dark Souls. Yeah, kind so of. it's going to be difficult. Yes. It's going to be countering, rolling, blocking, yep. attacking. You can't button mash this guy. Exactly. Um, I think that sounds awesome. Uh, you know, because those are the type of games you have to spend serious time in to quote unquote get good. Um, yeah, and most Star Wars movies, ha- movies, games have been uh, very button mash. You run up with your lightsaber and just throw crap. You could uh, probably do yeah, the Force Awakens, very it, yeah, yeah, button mashy. Uh, but this does not look to be the case. It looks to be a bit more uh, mature in terms of the learning curve and how the game will take you through. Yeah, I'm interested too uh, that the main uh, the main protagonist is modeled after Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, who I I, I think is great. I'm, I'm a fan. From Gotham and uh, what Shameless, Shameless, Gotham. Yeah, a uh, uh, few other things that are escaping me at the moment, but I uh, I enjoy him. 
Yeah, I think he's a good actor. I think he's a good actor. Um, and honestly, he did a better Joker than Jared Leto, so, you know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he did, he did, uh, I did like his take. Did you end up watching the season finale, the series finale? I did not. You I did kind not? of fell off on that show, not because I didn't like it, it just, yeah, life happens, and I just lost yeah. it. Not to get sidetracked, but just what I'm talking about with him is the show Gotham. Uh, I had watched the first couple seasons uh, pretty faithfully. And it was one of those shows that if you lose a season, you lose a bit. Yeah. It becomes so daunting to catch up on 31, 45-minute yeah. episodes. It's a small bill. Yeah, it's it's very hard. So once I fell behind, I didn't pick up on it. Uh, the series finale came out, which takes place 10 years later, after okay. the second-to-last episode. So you can... I, I hadn't seen the last two seasons, and I literally watched the series finale. Um, just to kind of see how they did some things. Kind of, I recommend it. Did you, it fit as a standalone, kind of? Enough, enough, enough. If you okay. never, if you literally have never seen the show, watch the series finale. It's it's kind of cool. It's worth nice. checking out. Okay. But that's I don't I don't want to talk too much about that. But well, Cameron Monaghan was Joker in that series. He's the uh, protagonist in this game, and uh, yeah, I, I think that'll be cool. Uh, I'd hate to admit that I'm kind of a sucker if you add in that extra element mm-hmm. of. Well, yeah, and they're bringing back. Uh, I saw in a different preview, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character from Rogue One is yes. in it as well. So they're bringing back yeah. some good uh, movie actors. Yes, bringing some bringing some likenesses in. You know, it's going to look like you can. This will be a cinematic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, something I'll definitely sink my teeth. And into. it takes place just a little bit after Order sixty six was put out, right? Uh, that I do not know. I do believe because he's a Jedi in hiding. Well, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. Um, it comes out in November, so I'll be picking that one up. Um, I'll sing some hours into that guy. Uh, while we're here, one last stop before we do head home with the gaming. Uh, Electronic Arts, you were telling me about this. Yeah. What can you tell me about uh, Electronic Arts? What well, they've been court for uh, the whole like loot box is kind of gambling for kids type of thing. Yes, and I don't it, think anyone could really argue against that. It, yeah. it kind of is. Uh, I don't know what the ruling on that was, but they just came back out again for some type of uh, a talk with people, and they're now saying that it's not gambling. It is surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. It's, what a spin. I, Surprise mechanics. Yeah. That's what that's what they're calling loot boxes. She's trying to spin loot boxes as like Kinder eggs. That, those those chocolate eggs that, with toys with in them. Toys in them, or like the surprise the blind bags boxes. <laughs> and it's like I can kind of agree with that uh, to a small degree. Yeah, because you are always getting something. You never open a loot box and it's like, oh, this one's empty. You lose. Now, a lot of the times there are duplicates, which is the very same but as getting nothing. That's where I find it horribly wrong. It's not ethical because right. depending on how much money you spend on a loot crate depends on how much you're going to get out of it. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So I would be okay with loot crates if they divvied them up. If this was a skin loot crate or if this was a... Uh, game effect loot crate so that you could actually pick and choose what you wanted yeah and then it was something blind and no duplicates once you have it you own it and you can never get it again now now with that though i gotta admit uh and call me old-fashioned but just give me the game that i paid for and if you're gonna add a bunch of that stuff 100 give me a dlc package because even if you get it to the oh, point, if you get them, if you if if yes. you if you get them in a corner where fine, you can have it, but there's no duplicates and no losing. 
then essentially you're eventually going to get everything and you can no longer purchase them. Yeah. Which, oh my gosh, what does that sound like? That sounds like buying a pack one time. Of a DLC. And and just having it. I completely agree with that. I, I hate the, I despise the idea Halo of loot boxes. I despise the idea of loot boxes outright. Oh, I And if too. we have to cater to making it, you know, making the argument that it's gambling for children, I'm all for it. Because I cannot stand loot boxes. I hate pay to win. Yes. Um, there's a lot of games that I really don't play anymore because I'm not willing to sink money into a game. I understand if a game is free to play, having those, because that's how they supplement their income. But yeah, like you said, if you're paying 60 and now with all these stupid complete and ultimate and absolute editions that add stupid skins that should be in the game to begin with, yet for some reason you have to pay 20 extra dollars. Right. It should all be in the game. Absolutely, yeah. If it's something, and that's a big controversy with games, uh, the day that it launches, if there was stuff for There's you to add on... already a DLC. That should have been included in the game. I completely agree. Um, but uh, I'm sure everybody out there would agree with us, because I don't think... I mean, everybody's on the same page with this. Unless you work for the corporation and you're making money... Everyone hates loot boxes. Everybody yes. hates the stuff. I've never heard anybody say they like loot boxes. Yeah. Ever. Nobody nobody enjoys loot boxes. Nobody enjoys this pay to win. And for them to come out and to to say, oh, they're surprise mechanics, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I like surprises, but... Guess what else <laughs> are surprise mechanics? What? Slot machines. Yes, yeah. Yeah, slot machines. Exactly. That means you have an algorithm that certain things will be pushed out at certain right. times depending on how much you buy right. But we'll, we won't preach to the choir. We all feel the same way about this. Um, surprise mechanics. I can't believe that. That's like the most PR spinny thing. Well, Ugh, that they're but, quite, quite ethical. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'm not going to surprise any of you guys. Because I'd like to announce that we're going to have each episode up just in time for your Monday morning. It might be super late Sunday. Yep. It might be... Super, super, super early Monday morning. Yep. But I want to have these up every Monday morning for you. Um, Try and get that uh, Monday morning grind a little easier. Exactly. Or or at the very least, you know that you have another one loaded in the chamber every Monday. Our soothing voices. (laughs) But uh, thank you again, each one of you, for listening today. I had a lot of fun, uh, and we will see you next week. We got maybe one more boom to close us out. Well, we got to go home, so thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye.